Welcome back to another episode of the Kicking It With Devo podcast. This is another rendition of Fight Talk. And of course, I have joining me back again, Mr. Terrence Wrong Turn Say Turn and Sonny Daddy Ramos. What's going to tell What's up, guys? Terrence Walter say turn here. Glad to be back on Kicking It With Devo. What up, what up, what up? Coach Daddy here. <laughs> Coach Daddy. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, last, I'm to the show. The last time you guys was on the show, we did some uh, fight predictions for the Islam Makachev and Charles Oliveira card, and we didn't do too well. Uh, Sunny pick, Sunny pick one fight correctly, and that was Aljo. Uh, me and Terrence had a tie with only three fighters picked correctly, so we can't have a you tie. Guys on. Copied out. You guys copied each other's, each other's uh, fucking homework. We did not copy. We just great minds think alike. Great minds think alike, coach. It's not our fault. We know MMA. Better than <laughs> What the fuck am I doing on this show? <laughs> hey, but did y'all catch the uh, Calvin Cater on Allen fight from last weekend? I did. That, that was, was kind of. <laughs> it wasn't. Yeah, I thought it was kind of. It's unfortunate what happened to Calvin. Um, I hope that he gets. I hope that uh, he does. You know, he he recovers and like he comes back. And uh, hopefully they run it back because that was, I mean, definitely not how I would want a fight to end. Kind of lame, especially, especially for a main event. Yeah, that sucked. And that that, that was going to gear up to be a good scrap too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like one thing to get a win on if somebody like suffers an injury, but it's like due to you like something like that, but. It's, you starting to fade out, Sonny. Really? Yeah. But uh, man, I, I thought Max Griffin was going to win that fight in the first round. I thought he had team Tim Means dead to rights. I did too, man. That full of crosses, fucking nasty, dude. Max yeah. Griffin's cross, his right hand is fucking nasty. That shit just finds a home, not just with Tim Means, but with, like with everybody that he fights. He lines it up really well. There's no, there's no tell, there's no telegraph, no nothing. It just straight finds a home. You're straight out the chamber. Right, exactly. Talk about Max. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that right hand, dude. That's a patented right hand. It's super, super short. You, yeah, he would be in the brakes out of Tim Means for two rounds and then slow down. I think he said he broke his hand too. I seen it in an interview. His might be fake news, but I'm not sure. You say he might have broke his hand? I think so. I think he said that in an interview, but I might be wrong. I'm not sure. It also might be fake news, so I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, I, I could believe it because he wasn't throwing it as much as he was early on in the fight. Yeah. Who y'all? Uh, personally, I thought Dustin Jacoby won that fight against Khalil Roundtree. I did too. I did too. I did too. And I'm a Khalil fan, but I thought Jacoby done enough to win that fight. I don't remember watching that. 
It was a good it was a good stand-up battle. You know, both of them kickboxers, so they just traded the whole time. But I thought Dustin did more work. Like Khalil may have long, uh may have landed the harder shots, but Dustin outworked him. Hey, so who- I think that um I think that Khalil definitely was landing hard, but he wasn't throwing often enough and landing often enough for for him to get the nod from me. Um, I thought Dustin Jacoby did a really good job um, hitting them with, like, high volume. And it, they weren't, like, pitter-patter shots either. Like, some of the shots that he was landing were hard. Yeah. But that full Khalil hits like a fucking truck. So, if you just look at them, like, when they were done, you would have thought that Khalil, I mean, you know, I mean, Khalil obviously won. But, like, if you would just look at them without watching the fights, you would think that Khalil probably beat the shit out of Dustin Jacoby. But... Dustin was piecing that full up, man, with high-volume strikes. And uh, you can definitely tell that Khalil was was fucking fading and he was tired. I mean, he held a buff, so he's going to have to get, you know, like his muscles need a lot more oxygen than something like probably Jacoby's like, muscles do. So I think that probably had a lot to do with it. He's, you know, but good job to Khalil. You just made a good point. Um, that's one thing I don't like about the judging criteria for MMA in the States. They, they started putting damage, uh, first. And while I agree damage is important, I think the way they look at damage is wrong. They looking at, uh, visible damage where mm-hmm. some people get marked up and, and bleed easier. And I don't think that's the damage that the commission was talking about when they say judge it off of damage. I think they meant like if you hurt the person, have them in trouble uh, at risk of being finished, that type of damage. You look at somebody like a brother and they bleed, you know, just from a hard stare. So should they lose every decision because of damage? I don't think so. Yeah, I agree with you. I think I think when you when you have the person on the verge of being put out of the fight, that's the type of damage that counts. And you can do that without the person even showing visible signs that they were in a fight. I agree. You know, some of uh, us that's just... super super subjective. Just when you even say, mm-hmm. you know, what what is damage? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. But man, we got. Uh, hey, Benil Darius look good though. Benil did look good. Benil Darius looked good, man. He did look good. Too bad he probably won't get a title shot because Volkanovski's gonna jump the line and get demolished by Makachev. Shit, dude. Yeah, that's kind of lame. Might be pretty upset if I was Benil, but he doesn't seem like the type to kind of like let something like that bother him. I think he's just going to keep doing what he's doing and continue winning and keep doing his job until they they uh, they can't deny it to him anymore. Well, how many fights did he won? How many? How long, what's his win streak right now? Like ten, like eight, eleven. 10? Yeah, see, that's Some crazy. Have to look it up. That's crazy. But I I, I know. Uh, Volkanovski said he trained with all the big guys in his gym because he's too strong for people his weight. But that's a whole nother monster when you're actually in a cage fighting somebody bigger and stronger. And then somebody with a good grappling background like Makachev have. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how good Volk is off his back. 
Yes. Eight fights for Benil. Eight fights, yeah. Yeah, but um, piggybacking on what Coach just said, um, it'll be interesting to see how Volk does off of his back. And Yeah, I mean, how much bigger is Makachev than him? He's significantly bigger than not. He's not that much bigger than Volk, is he? Bro. He's got to be way bigger. He's got to be at least five inches taller, and he's got to at least outweigh him by, like, 15 points pounds. He's got to be significantly bigger. I believe Makachev could fight at 170 if he wants to. Shit. Makachev, 5'10". Oh, yeah, he's big then. Volk's like 5'4", 5'5". Something like that. That's probably being generous. They say 5'6", but I think that's real generous. Yeah, he got he got long arms though, man. I mean, on the feet it might be okay because I mean he's sharp on his feet. But I mean, again, just knowing how like the the tools that Makachev brings to to the fight, he's going to well, get Volk down. Who knows though? Volk is so fast. Mm. The the speed difference point. between the two is going to be pretty damn significant. Probably just as significant as the size difference. Yeah, but what happened so, when they? They they're gonna clinch. It'll be interesting. I don't know. I mean, he, uh, uh, Volk might be squirrely enough to avoid it. I don't know. He wouldn't squirrel enough to avoid T City, and T City is nowhere near the type of wrestler that that Mopetov is. T City took him down. I don't think he took him down, but he definitely shot on him. He got a hold of him. Yeah, man, that's gonna be a good. That's gonna be good to see. I didn't. I didn't. I want. I didn't. I didn't care about this fight, uh, honestly. But now, just talking to you two, I'm really curious to see what happens. Uh, it's gonna be kind of a that that like uh, speed versus power kind of matchup, just because of the size yeah, difference. Yeah, but Volk got All right, power. so what's gonna the, okay? My question is. Too. My question is, what's going to happen to the division? Like, okay, like, all right. Let's say, like, Makachev beats Volk. That means Benil's going to get that title shot, right? Or they might do Charles if, versus uh, – I see people want Charles versus Benil on the same card as Makachev and Damn, Volk. they don't want to – nobody want to give Benil his flowers, man. <laughs> Let that man fucking fight for the title, dude. Shit. Um. Okay, so like, what what would happen if Volk beats Makachev? They're gonna run it back. Are they gonna run it back, or is Volk gonna go back down to, to featherweight? Who's in line for featherweight right now? You can't. You can't run it back. Why, why would you run it back when Makachev only had the belt for five minutes? That that doesn't deserve a run right. back. Right. Right. So then, what happens then? What happens to the lightweight division? What happens to the forty-five pound division then? So I was talking to Tyler from Mom's basement, and he want to see. Uh, uh, what's the what's his name that just fought Cater? Allen versus, that one? versus Yair. But I don't like Yair fighting for the title right now because I don't think he deserves it. I like uh, uh, who did I say, man? I can't remember who I said. Emmett, Josh Emmett, Josh Emmett. Okay. 
That'd be what? a banger. Josh Emmett and, it, and Volk. Okay. That, that okay. sounds like fun. That should that should be the fight. But it, I don't see them giving Josh Emmett the title shot right now for whatever reason. Yeah, all as far kind of as ranking goes, where where's Josh at in the rank? Let me look it up. But I know he had issues with the UFC and called him out at a they put him like nosebleeds at a UFC event once. I remember that. I remember saying him saying something like that. That's hella fucked up too, by the way. Yeah, yeah. And we could surprised. You say you're not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> So we oh I didn't see I didn't know Yair was number two in the rankings at featherweight. I don't remember him winning fights like that. When's the last time that Yair's fought? That's what when I'm trying he knocked to say. Out zombie? So we got no, he fought after that. So we got uh Max, who probably won't get a title shot right now. And then uh, you got Yair, Ortega, Josh Emmett, Calvin Cater, Arnold Allen. Wait, how did they not this must not be updated yet? Because they got uh Allen still ranked below um, Cater. Yeah. What was Yair's last three fights? By the, I'm about to tell you right now. He knocked so, out Zombie for sure. The Brown Ortega submission that they called the TKO to, uh, injury. Oh, yeah. Which I think should have been a submission because he had him in a full-blown yeah. arm bar that Ortega had to defend, which caused the shoulder to pop out. That is a Agreed. submission. That is not a TKO. Agreed. Agreed. Agreed 100%. If I put Agreed. you in a submission yeah. and hurt you, that was the entire goal was to hurt you. Right. right. But before that, he got beat by Max. Bad. So he doesn't... Oh, man, I don't know. Who's under your ear? Who's under Yair? Yeah. In the rankings? Ortega. Where's Emmett? Coming off a loss. And then you got Josh Emmett and Arnold. That's what I'm saying. So maybe Josh Emmett. Emmett five? Yair. Emmett's four. Four? Four? Yeah, you give Josh Emmett versus Yair an interim shot, and the winner fights Volk when he comes back down, yeah? Yeah. Put him on a yeah, I wouldn't night. complain about that. Five rounds. Hey, Emmett Yair. Yeah, five? I wouldn't complain about Emmett Yair. For five rounds. Yeah, oh, that's an interesting matchup right there too. That's a banger. Mm -hmm. I like that. I like that a lot. But man, speaking of good fights, I don't know if y'all caught the whole card yesterday, but damn near every fight finished was a finish and the entire main card was a finish. Like I was cooking, like looking away every once in a while and then the fight was over with. Damn. Yeah, yeah, I didn't you know. I wasn't. What surprised me was how uh what the fuck was dude's name? He fought the uh the Olympian dude that's been on a twelve oh run. Grant Dawson and Mark Madsen. Dawson, bro, he I was not expecting him to just wrestle that dude like that. Broke his ass he, out. Bro, he out wrestled him, outworked him, broke he broke his damn near broke his spirit. After missing weight. Him at the very end. And he's the one that missed weight. You yeah. would think his yeah. you would think his cardio would be drained. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was crazy to me. I like yeah. the Neil Magny's transition Ooh. from the patrols. It was a, oh, that's Dars. That was beautiful. Bro, Neil Magny was over there looking like Blake motherfucking Perry, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see Magny get more finishes too, man. Yeah, I was happy he finished that one. I was happy he finished. I thought I I thought he was losing. I thought he was losing. He was. That's what I'm saying. He looked like Blake Perry, Bellator, Hawaii. Came, mm. came back and finished with the Anaconda. If, if y'all haven't seen it, go check out Blake Perry's MMA debut, uh, Bellator. You can find it on YouTube versus uh, Makoa. Cooper. Makoa Cooper, that's his name. Good fight. Well, shit, both of Blake's fights were good. Damn good fights. Thanks. Blake got that dog in him. Yeah, man. I didn't get to watch the fights last night, but uh, you see the, you see no clips on Instagram or anything. The main event. No, I just got back into town with service, man. Bro, do yourself a favor, watch the main event. Amanda, late, like this is gonna sound terrible, and I hope the internet don't cancel me. But I was talking to <laughs> talking to my girl, and I was like, when two chicks fight, I bet on the more butch looking one. <laughs> I picked the for that reason, and she knocked she knocked Rodriguez out standing up. <laughs> Am I wrong? Uh. Am I wrong? Hey. <laughs> That's funny as hell. I mean, you were definitely right. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and if it was two of them or both. Oh, she hit her with some bombs, though. Oh. oh. When she was swinging, she was swinging fucking from Mars. Look like what was a her name? Silva in there. Yeah. What was her name? Amanda Lemos. Lemos, yeah. That's the one that got knocked out? That's the one that knocked her out. Okay. She's the one that got the little silk. She got the comb over with the silver hair. I know what you're talking about. I know you're talking about. Yeah, she's a little savage. Man, we got next week, though. Let's go ahead and get into fight predictions. For this upcoming week's card. Let me write these names down. I don't know if y'all heard that. My liner just finished drying. All right. We got some good fights on the on the on the prelims too. So I'm gonna throw one prelim fight out there that I'm interested in. We got Dominic Reyes and Ryan Span. Who Ryan Span be? He's the one that got the big Superman symbol on his chest, black dude. Okay. Cock Diesel Strong. Cock Diesel. Yeah, he the one that just choked out in Kutalaba. Okay. With a guillotine. 
But right before that, he got choked out by Anthony Smith with a rear naked choke. Uh, I think uh, Ray is on his way out. Oh, interesting take. He hasn't won a fight since he's lost to Jones, right? I think you're correct. You are correct. Yeah, I take I'll take Span. Jan and Blok Blahovich both sent him to the shadow room. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So both of you got Span. Yeah, I got mm -hmm. Span. I'm gonna go decision. Span by decision. Yeah. I I am saying Dominic Reyes comes out because he's fighting for his job and gets the job done. Mm. He's on his bike, doesn't get knocked out in this one, and out points him. Nah, fuck that. I'm going knockout. Dominic Reyes by knockout. I think that's a man fighting for his livelihood, and that's a dangerous man. You back him into a cage. First fight on the main card. Dan Hooker's back. We got, got Dan it. Hooker decision. You don't even know who you're fighting. Oh, I know. I see it all on verdict. Oh. Yeah. Claudio Puelas. Yeah. Right. I just I, I'm picking Dan Hooker because I really want to see that dude win. And like I like I like watching Dan Hooker fight. I think he's just had some real shitty luck within the last couple of fights. You know, took that Makachev fight on short notice. That was a bad should not, should, should not have done that, but I mean, you know. But yeah, I, I got hooker decision. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Time, time out, time out. We got a random person trying to join. I don't know who this is. Oh, maybe he's going to show some dick. What the king of MMA? King of MMA. Who the fuck is the king of MMA? Is Conor McGregor about to join the show? Wait, he's not the king. <laughs> watch it be, watch it be Tyler. I bet you it's Tyler. Okay. Maybe John Jones. John Jones ain't the king of shit. Who's the king of MMA? Whoever it is. Actually, my ball stack. My ball stack's trying to get on right now. <laughs> Devo, what's up, man? I'm here. I told you it's Tyler. <laughs> I told you it was gonna be Tyler. Dude, I had to be incognito. I had to change up my <laughs> name, and I had to I had to keep the camera off to surprise you all. Wait, this, sneaky, sneaky. This is the Rafael Cordero from Kings MMA. No, this the is real king. The real king of MMA is right here. My bad, it's Tyler Cordero. Oh, that man. What's up, Sonny? How are you? I'm good, brother. How are you? Man, I am. I'm waiting for Terrence to get a call up for this weekend, Madison Square Garden. Let's go. Uh oh. What's dun, they ain't got, the only flyways they got is females on that one. Oh uh, yeah, right. I got Terrence. I got Terrence to beat both they asses. <laughs> I don't know, man. Me, Ball Molly got them. She got sledgehammers from hands. Hey, she can get it too. No, no disrespect. Yeah. They all want to make that wrong turn. They can catch that fade. Or is it a right turn? Hmm. I don't know. That's okay. Good... Welcome, welcome, Tyler from Mom's Basement. Welcome to the show. We had a random guest just show up, and he's flexing on everybody. That's right, baby. Thanks for having me. Uh, 
you know, always good to uh, chop it up with a bunch of nobodies. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we are, right, Tyler? Right now, we're you. You joined at the right moment because we're doing fight picks. I'm gonna oh, do snap! Now. Uh, let's get. I'm gonna go ahead and give you a chance to catch up to the point we're at. You got Ryan Span or Dominic Grace? Hmm. That's an interesting one, right? Because Dom's been out for a couple years. Um, Last I remember, he got beat up pretty good by Jan, right? Jan, was Jan the last fight? Yuri was the last one. Yuri beat him after that. Oh, Yuri, oh, yeah. Yuri. Um, and he's That's fighting Ryan. And, and the last time Ryan fought was against Lionheart Smith, right? No, he choked out in Kutalaba after that. Man, look at me. I'm a fight behind everyone. Um, <laughs> you know, for, 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 for this one, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, for this one... I'm going to – I'll take Dom, and the reason why I'll, I'll go with Dom is I think that time away, it'll probably benefit him. Um, I think he's probably feeling like the forgotten man a little bit. Um, with Ryan Spann, I think we kind of more or less know what kind of caliber he's at. Um, you're talking about a guy that's probably at the tail end of the rankings um, or, like, one of, like, the top, like, non-ranked guys in Spann. Whereas Dom had that potential. I mean, he's challenged for titles in the past. Maybe that time away uh, is exactly what he needed. So I, I, I'll go with Dom by decision. Dom by decision. All right, Sonny, this is on you. You haven't said Hooker or Claudio Poyas. So, like, I think what's going down. So my my decision for. Uh, Reyes was he's on his way out. I think the same thing is happening to Hooker. Um, I think he made he made a really hard push like during COVID, and I think that burnt him out. And then I think he made some. He got he took a couple really quick L's, which started to like. I think it's starting to get to him internally. So I think Hooker's – this is probably going to be one of Hooker's – as he fades away, I'm, that's the feeling that I'm getting. So you're going to poise? I'm sorry? You're going to poise? Mm-hmm. Damn. Who are you going to, Tyler? For that fight that you just talked about, that Sonny was just talking about, I'm taking Dan Hooker on that fight. Okay. So me, you, and Terrence all got Hooker. Uh, it's a risky, it's a risky pick though. I understand completely what he's, uh, what's, what, what, uh, Sonny's saying, because it makes you wonder is Dan Hooker, is he damaged goods? Um, we, he tried that, uh, he tried that featherweight experiment and that kind of blew up in his face. Um, but then again, you also look and not that long ago, uh, Dan Hooker fought another young up and coming guy in uh, hack Parast, and he pretty much had his way with him. And, you know, is there a huge degree of separation between Hack Brass and this guy, that this Chilean dude that we're talking about? I don't think so. Um, think and so. I'm going to I'm going to bank on Dan and his experience to uh, do what he needs to do. I say he finishes him. I'm not sure how, but uh, I don't think it goes the distance. I think Dan will get it done. I think if Dan wins by uh, finishing to be submit uh, knockout. I don't see him submitting this dude. His this dude's ground game is pretty good. Yeah, I, I I think uh bars yeah I, I see a not I see a knockout myself yeah that that's when you say that yeah that I could see that happening. All right, T, 
Who you got, Frankie Edgar or Chris Gutierrez? Bruh. This is Frank. I won. Last fight. It was already announced and stuff that this is Frankie's uh, swan song. This is last one? Last, last one. one. All right. Well, I'm never, ever, ever going to bet against Frankie Edgar. I don't give a fuck if he's on a 20-fight losing streak. <laughs> I'm never, ever going to bet against Frankie Edgar. Okay. I got Frankie Edgar decision. Last fucking last go around, one last dance. He goes out there and he empties out his toolbox. Um, he's you know he's gonna be in shape. Um, yeah, I got Frankie Edgar decision. He rides off into the sunset. He does his thing with the stand up comedy and um, he lives happily ever after. Okay, Sonny. Um, you fall asleep. I had already said that if I had had a son, his name would have been Frankie. All so right, I'm yeah. always going Frankie. Ever since he served up my all-time number one DJ the way oh, he did, you said it. I I had to <laughs> I had to jump aboard the uh, the Frankie bandwagon. I still I think imagine how a dude that doesn't cut weight. Beat the shit out of everybody like that. BJ won that first fight. I'm going Frankie. I stand on that. On what? I still think BJ won that first fight in Abu Dhabi at 112. I I, I stand with you. But after those three, I was like, dude, Frankie's unstoppable. I jumped the bandwagon. (laughs) And I would name my son after him before I would name my son BJ. Wow. Who you got, Tyler? Uh, I'm taking Gutierrez. We bet with our freaking wallets, not our hearts around here. So, uh, <laughs> you know, hey, listen, uh, uh, Frankie's a legend. We all know he's a uh, UFC Hall of Famer. <clears throat> mad love, mad respect, everything um, that that man has accomplished in the sport of MMA. Um, a legend, an absolute legend. And I'm glad that it is his last fight, um, but he, he's not the same Frankie that we all remember from years ago. And uh, it, it's a, it is a good, it's a feel good story though, because you know he's a New Jersey guy. He's fighting in his backyard, Madison Square Garden. How do you not want that guy to win? Like I'll, I'll be rooting for him, but from a betting standpoint, like if I have to put my mortgage on who on the outcome of that fight, I'm not taking Frankie. It ain't happening. All right. Uh, for the record, for the record, you can go look at my verdict right now. I I picked against Frankie <laughs> on my verdict. <laughs> but on this show. Oh, the truth is I'm coming out now. from my heart. I haven't I put my X, I even put some XP on the other dude because I'm like, okay, I need I need these points. I'm so close to getting my first strike round. We, we we need a layup. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and pick the first the next one. Because I've been going last on all of them. I don't want y'all to think that I'm, like, copying people's picks. Because I just picked Gutierrez, too. Oh, sounds like guilt. Sounds like guilt arising right now. <laughs> but I'm going with Dustin Poirier to beat the brakes off of Michael Chandler. Louisiana, stand up. <laughs> Who y'all got? Who you got, Tyler? 
Um, I'll, I'll take. I gotta go with the diamond. Like, I, how am I supposed to pick against that guy? I have to take Dustin Poirier. Um, Michael Chandler, love watching that man fight. He is probably the most exciting fighter to watch in MMA, right up there with Justin Gaethje. Yeah. Um, I love, I love watching him fight, but it makes you wonder, like Poirier. I mean, the last time out, you know, if you're gonna take an L, you get get choked out, get choked out. He hasn't really had uh, a lot of. When was when was uh, Dustin's last war against Dan Hooker? <sighs> However many years ago that was, two years ago, like that was a war. I would say Dan Hooker was, was a, a war, war, but at the same time, Connor hit him hard and stunned him. It happened with Oliveira. Charles, Charles hurt him too before he choked him out. So so Corey yeah. is susceptible to being hurt by strikes. I think. When I look at uh, Michael Chandler, though, I see that last fight against Justin Gaethje. Like, both of those guys I have a hard time believing are ever going to be the same after that fight. Yeah. Um, that was a war. That was a 15-minute war that uh, I think has career implications. And it makes me wonder, like, what uh, Chandler's chin is going to look like after something like that. Um, it, I think it'll be an exciting fight, but I see Dustin Poirier finishing him. I see a knockout happening. Uh, give it, it it's a three round fight I assume it's a three round yeah, fight three rounds. he'll knock him out in probably the second round if I had to guess yeah who you got T um, I got the diamond too man like no, no disrespect against uh, Michael Chandler I think Michael Chandler is really really fun to watch I think he's super fucking explosive he's strong he's a good wrestler Um, but I think I think that I don't know, man. I just I just got this feeling that Dustin Poirier. I think I feel like it's gonna be a three round war. Um, I think that Dustin Poirier is gonna edge him out just a little bit. I think I, I got Dustin by split decision. Oh, by split decision. Oh, wow. Yeah, not okay. unanimous. I got it by split. I think they're gonna fucking. Be, I think they're gonna beat the fuck out of each other. Um, and I think that Dustin's just gonna gut out just. Just a little bit more than Michael Chandler is. Sonny. I actually am going with Michael Chandler. Oh, snap. Razzle dazzle. Hey, hey. I think, uh, I just think Michael Chandler has more left in the tank than Dustin Dor uh, Poirier does. Interesting. Um, Do you not I remember? Think, I, I think, uh, and then I also think that, I mean, I like to think that Michael Chandler's ego is not going to get to him where he's actually going to want to be in a war. And I have the feeling he's going to wrestle a little bit more and be a little bit more tactical about this approach because he's trying to get back to another shot. So I, I'm, I'm thinking that Michael Chandler is going to possibly get on top of him, especially watching his last uh, fight with Oliveira on uh, how, like, intimidated Poirier was off of his back. So I, I got Poirier myself, by the way. So if, if <clears throat> Charles was Russell, I would oh. grab his neck. Well, yeah, obviously, thank you. That means you, like, uh, you got to be, be – sound cool. Say Dustin Poirier guillotine submission because that's the only one he does ever. <laughs> Nah, nah. He's got a pretty good Doris, doesn't he? He's got a good Doris. It'll yeah, be by Gilly. 
It'll be Blake Gilly. I mean, you watch. If if all if if Oliveira could not rear naked choke Michael Chandler, there is no possible way that Dustin Poirier is going to submit Michael Chandler. You can if he rocks him first. Uh that's true. But I think if anybody's going to get rocked, I think Dustin's going to get rocked. Who who would have thought? Who would have thought Tony would have tapped to a choke? No one except me. I picked it, but what I'm saying, <laughs> is, you never know. Toot, toot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I don't know. I just got a feeling. I'm I'm running with Michael Chandler. There, like I have the same feelings as you guys do as far as it's gonna be a fucking great fucking fight. But like I said in the beginning, I think that Michael Chandler's just got a little bit more in the tank left. Yeah. Anytime I see those two names on the card, I think fight of the night already. So. Yep. That, and they matched up together. So somebody's gonna get they're gonna get fighter tonight, or for sure somebody's getting performance. I could see that. Sonny, I already put my prediction yep. down, but who you got out of uh Carla Exparza and Zhang Wei Li? Oh, I got Wei Li for sure. I'm gonna go ahead and write Terrence's down too because I know who he's picking. Yeah, come on, man. Auntie Wei Li, bro. Auntie Zhang, man. Auntie Wei I'm, I'm gonna tell you how I'm gonna tell you how 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 Wei how Auntie Wang Auntie Zhang is gonna fucking beat Carla Esparza. She's gonna fucking she's gonna make Carla Esparza so fucking tired. By the time that the third round comes out, Carla's gonna be done because Carla's gonna shoot desperately, desperately shoot for the takedown. She's not gonna want to stand up with with Wei Li. Um, and if she does stand up with Wei Li, then that's to her detriment, and that's to Whaley's um, benefit, right? Whaley's way, way, way fucking faster on the feet. She hits like a fucking truck. Um, yeah, so I got Whaley by round three knockout. Cold. Her defensive wrestling are looking real good with Cejudo, too. Yes, and she's retraining with Henry Cejudo. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to go a, a, like a layer deeper. It's gonna be that that nasty ass left hook that she has. So I wrote, I wrote third round knockout left hook. There you go. Who you got, Tyler? Um, I make it a full sweep. I don't see. I, I don't. The Wei Li's not gonna lose this fight. Um, yeah. I, I think it's gonna be similar to uh, when she fought Joanna Janjacek. I don't see it getting out of the first round. I think Whaley's going to knock her ass out in the very first round. Um, I, I, I see her clipping. I, I see her like landing a roundhouse kick to the head or, uh, you know, Carla is going to try to uh, shoot like a desperate naked takedown and get kneed in the freaking mouth. Yeah. Um, I, I think this fight is going to end violently very early. Yeah, I definitely put KO next to my name too because I I see her sleeping, Carla. One hundred percent. And and can we just like I think we I think we have to talk about it. Worst fight I've ever seen in my entire life. Doug <laughs> Rose and Carla. Yeah. It was the worst. Yeah. it was the worst fight I've ever seen in my life. I forgot about that uh, fight. I mean, you know, maybe Dada Five Thousand and Kimbo Slice. That's up there too. But I think that one was even worse because uh, at least yeah. it was like two. It was two <clears throat> low level guys fighting. Like two backyard guys fighting MMA, and it was bad. I'm not saying it was a good fight, but it was so bad. You're like, oh my god, this is really bad. But like that fight, 
it was the worst fight I've ever seen. They just stood and looked at each other. They literally had like when uh, it's like when you and your 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 homie was playing video games or like a fighting game and your mom called you to the dinner table and you both just dropped the fucking remotes down <laughs> and let the yeah. TV play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was the worst moves. fight. I you think it was worse than... Screen, uh, look at the screen, the the move list and you're practicing moves on each side. <laughs> it just I know you you know what made it worse for me was how like Thug Rose, because I'm like a really big Rose fan. And how, yeah. like, at the end of the fight, yeah. she was, like, all amped up. Like, she had just won a spectacular fight. I was like, oh, gosh. She is clueless. Well, yeah. that, that in the corner was back. kind of, like, coaching her into that as well. That yeah. also goes back to what I was saying the last episode, Devo. Remember, Coach, we were talking about, like, dude, if I'm losing the fucking fight, don't yeah. fucking tell me that I'm winning. Oh, no. Don't fucking tell me that I'm winning, you know, because I'm going to just keep doing what I'm doing. I and um, that's the exact crazy. same shit that happened. Same shit. Absolutely. I mean, like, nobody was like, I don't feel like anybody won and anybody like, well, the fans lost for sure. But yeah. I definitely don't, like, like, Pat Barry was really, really blowing smoke up his wife's ass when he said that, like, she's, like, got it in the fucking bag, you know? Like, what made it worse? What made it worse was that him... And Trevor Whitman were contradicting each other, so she don't know who to listen to at that point. Mm-hmm. You cannot contradict each other when you when two coaches are in a corner like that in the middle of a fight. You cannot contradict each other. I know it would never work, um, but the most gangster thing Dana ever could have done was be like, "Fuck you both! This belt's coming back home with me. Nobody's wearing <laughs> this belt out of here. Nobody. Like you guys put on the. It was terrible." It was it was terrible. It was I, terrible. I, I don't think Dana would do uh, that. Either. I would not have been mad at that if you'd have been. They'd have been like, "Oh, it's a draw. There is no winner." <laughs> yeah. Sorry. They should have yeah. ran it back. They should have ran oh, it back. Oh hell no! Don't ever run Why? that. Why? Hell no! Time and money. Okay. Okay. Very first fight on UFC Fight Night. Sure. Why not? <laughs> you run it back. And WWF stipulation: If this fight sucks, <laughs> you're cut. Hey, something they loser, need to do. Loser yeah. loses their contract with the UFC, and you got to go to Invicta. Yeah. Damn. So Damn. I know I know Tyler said he can only jump on. Yeah, I set this up by the way, if you guys couldn't tell. Uh, I know Tyler said he can only jump on for a little bit. So we're gonna go ahead and get to the last fight on the card. Uh, I already picked my big cousin Izzy to win by knockout. Uh, <laughs> oh, Devo. Go ahead, Tyler. Shoot, 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 man. Go ahead, Tyler. Um, well, for me, Israel Adesanya, like, um, I, I have kind of like a comp. I don't know. I don't know the right way of, of putting it. He's a difficult guy for me to like assess in my head because I think he's like marketed himself as being like this real exciting, explosive, you know, action figure brought to life. And I just, I don't fucking see it. I think he's fucking boring. I said it. I said it. You know, that's going to anger a lot of people, but he bores me. A lot of the chat. He bores me. He's talented. He's talented. I'll give him that. Um, I think for, for, you know, I had to say that like his pay-per-views like, Oh my gosh, they've been snooze fest lately. 
Um, I hope this is a good fight. I hope that um, it's a violent fight. And I hope we get our money's worth um, for people who pay for these. <laughs> but um, for any, anyway, if I, if I had to pick a winner, um, I'm, I'm going to go ahead. I'll take Adesanya. I do think that Adesanya has a mental advantage going into this one. And this fight is being marketed as he doesn't. Um, if they're, everyone's on the Brazilian guy. Everyone's saying like, oh, he beat Izzy twice in kickboxing, whatever. Um, he only has, what, seven MMA fights? And he's going into a title shot in Madison Square Garden. Um, Israel Adesanya has lost one MMA fight against Jan, so he's like 25 and one. He's not the same guy. Um, I'm not even a fan of Adesanya, but to say that he's the same guy and his skills haven't evolved and he hasn't gotten better in all those fights since, I think that's silly. And I think that there are going to be a lot of, I think there's a lot of pressure on this Brazilian guy. People are like expecting him to win. They're expecting him to replicate that past success. And I think it's one of those rare occasions where you have somebody who has been the kingpin of the middleweight division for so long, for once that pressure isn't going to be on him. So maybe he'll loosen it up. Maybe he's going to feel free. Maybe he's going to feel like the challenger. All the pressure is going to be on him to bring it. Um, it. Would it surprise me if Izzy finished him? No, but I think he'll probably go the full 15 or I'm sorry, the full 25 minutes. Um, I hope it's not going to be a terrible fight. I don't think it will be. Uh, I think the first round might be a feeling out. It might be a little slow, but I think it'll pick up as it goes by. And I, I'm not going to say it's going to be like the best fight ever, but it definitely won't be the worst fight ever. I think it'll be a pretty decent fight at the end of the night, but I see Izzy retaining it. Sonny. I am going against you two. Correct. I am taking Pereira. I am I'm taking Pereira because I think I think I think uh, Izzy's ego is going to get too much to him and he's going to try to bang it out and I just think that Hmm. Pereira hits harder. Okay. And uh, I think that Izzy might not get hurt but I think he's going to get weathered and I think he's going to get tired towards the end going into those championship rounds. Yeah. And I don't know. I just, I just think prayer is still going to be there with said power. And I'm, I actually have prayer third round KL. See, that's how I, I, I planned my verdict. So, so that's where I'm at with that. I'm going to disagree Old with Devo and Tyler as well. Whoa. I'm going to disagree with Devo and Tyler as well. I, I think that. Pereira has a mental advantage going into this fight, obviously just because he's knocked him out twice already, right? But there's there's two ways that I see this fight going, okay? If Izzy is smart, which he is a smart fighter, Izzy takes him down and he fucking makes Pereira fight an MMA fight. I don't think Izzy's gonna take him down, though. I think Izzy's yeah, I think Izzy's going to try to stand with Alex and show Alex that, like, yo, I'm not the same. I'm, I've gotten better. Right? Yeah, I think, well, excuse me. He's going to take him down. Well, if if he plans on taking Alex down, he takes Alex down and he fights a five-round boring-ass fight. Whatever, gets the dub, right? His last couple fights have been boring as fuck anyways, just like Tyler said. Uh, no disrespect to Izzy. No disrespect. <laughs> 
<laughs> Fuck you, Devo. Um, so, so it's a five-round boring fight for Izzy. Izzy wins the decision. Or he goes out there and he tries to stand with Alex, and Alex fucking smokes him in the first round. All right, so KO, so clean. Check this, check this out. Do yourself a favor, and we could talk offline, but <laughs> go back and w go to UFC Fight Pass, go to Glory, and watch the fight between Alex and Izzy, the first two. Tell me you thought Alex won the first one, and then tell me Izzy wasn't winning until he got cocky and got caught by that left hook in the second. Ego. Ego. I don't think Izzy it makes the same mistake again. I think he's smart enough to know that Alex hits too damn hard and Izzy's going to counter-strike. Alex's going to have to press forward because Izzy's the champ. Like, like everybody said already, he's had boring fights because a lot of times people weren't pressing him. If I'm the champ, why do I have to press you? You need to come get this belt. I think Alex is going to press Izzy. Izzy's going to counter-strike, channel his vintage Anderson Silva, the way he knocked out Paulo Costa and, and Robert Whitaker and Derek Bronson and sleep Alex in his fight. I say Izzy sleeps him second or third round. So he's summoning up his... Is he summoning his inner Alex Pereira? <laughs> You're wrong, Devo. Because well, while, Alex, while Alex has power and good strikes... I think Izzy's the smoother one of the two. Agreed. I think I think Izzy's just cleaner, and I think Izzy's counter striking is better than Alex's offensive striking. So I think when Alex commits, Izzy's going to catch him and be gone before Alex could follow up on his missed strike. Will he hit Izzy? Of course, he's going to hit him. I don't think Izzy Izzy's going to roll with it enough to where when he gets hit, it won't hurt him as much. As if he just stood still, like he did in that second fight. I think, uh, to your point, Diva, I think one of the things that uh, makes Izzy a special fighter, you're like, yes, he is going to get hit, but look at the Whitaker fight. Whitaker brought it to him. Um, like, like, not as much. He was too reckless the first time, but then the last go-around, he dialed it back a little bit. And Robert Whitaker, in my opinion, is like one of the best, if not the best striker in the entire world. And um, Israel Adesanya was very elusive. And you could tell that Robert Whitaker was like, he was starting to get, at least, I don't know, it appeared, it appeared this way to me. He appeared to get a little frustrated. Like, man, like, I'm, I, I piece people up on the feet. This doesn't happen. And, and you, saw, you saw Israel, uh, I don't know, it just felt like he was like, even though he was like, you know, being defensive and countering and stuff, I felt like, He's like, no, this is the how I want the fight. We're fighting on my terms. You're going to come to me. And Robert Whitaker was punching air for a good part of the night, it felt like. And the piggyback off of that, Whitaker had a threat of takedowns on Izzy. So Izzy had to respect that. Does Pereira have a threat of takedowns? I don't see that. No, yeah, unless he's been. Uh, this is I don't, I don't see any one of them hitting the ground unless they get dropped. Yep. Yeah. And then and they're gonna be terrible jujitsu after that. Yeah. I'll watch it. I'll I'll pay to watch him. Wait. <laughs> I'll pay to watch him in a grappling match. It it is kind of interesting though, though. Like, you know, you think about the 185 pound division 
And I always like kind of compare it to the uh, 125 uh, female division. It's like you've had two people on the top of those mountains for so long. And, you know, from a matchmaking perspective, I mean, golly, they got their work cut out for them to like put together like interesting matchups to get, to get people to tune in. You know, it's like this Pajeda guy, I know he's good. I know he's the man, but still just kind of seems like, man, like we're running out of guys. We're running out of guys. Like, you know, we don't like, he's already beat everybody. We don't have anyone else. Like get this Brazilian dude here. UFC absolutely fast tracked the kid. He's um, they had to absolutely fast track him. He's it in, was though. too perfect of an opportunity too to bring the kid up that had beat him twice already and try to put the most advantageous mm-hmm. opponents in front of him. And but that's exactly what they did. Just looking at the rankings, if this dude's gonna beat Adesanya, I don't see anybody that can. And he's got the best shot to beat him. Because it's gonna him. happen. It's oh, hard yeah. to take down. If, if you're not bigger than him, it's hard to take him down and hard to hold him down. So you're going to have to knock him out. I mean, look at, like, who, who's in the – can you read off, like, the top five in middleweight? Uh, Robert Whitaker, Jared Cannonier, Marvin Vittori, Alex Pereira, Derek Bronson. He's beat oh, them all. Jesus. Yeah. None of those guys beat like, besides, None of besides those guys. Alex. Besides Alex, I mean – but, I think I, mean, I I honestly, if we're gonna answer this question, like who has the best chance to beat uh, Israel Adesanya? It, it's Robert Whitaker, but that fight will never happen again. There's no reason to put that fight again, and and Israel Adesanya beat him uh, decisively the last go around too. So I I just I'm I, in my mind I have a hard time envisioning like wow like this Brazilian guy like he I, I think Robert Whitaker smokes that guy. So, I do. So I agree with you. If Robert Whitaker's smart and Michael Pereira, I think he gets him out of there in the first round. Second, I agree early, completely. Completely. Because he's going to well, go for I that think, takedown. I think, I think the reason, too, is because Whitaker is, has the uh, different movement than Adesanya does. Adesanya is he, he not, not that he just stands in front, but for the most part, you know, he's always there. Yeah. Like, Whitaker's in and out, and Pereira is more of a Muay Thai guy, and you know Muay Thai guys it, are just tend to kind of are used to standing in front of somebody and banging it out. When you have somebody that has that in and out, side to side type of movement, um, and is super explosive, yeah, absolutely, I think Whitaker can take Pereira. But I also think that's the reason why Pereira takes out Adesanya is because Adesanya doesn't have that type of movement, and I think that's why he's taken him out the two previous times. He only knocked him out once. The first fight was close. Just go back and watch him. Well, on not, when I say taking him out, I mean winning. Trust me, go watch the fights on Glory. And I'll, I'll watch, watch the fights again, Devo. I'll watch, I'll watch, watch the fights. So, no, lot, Izzy was definitely winning both of them. A lot of people say Pereira fast-tracked, and while he was fast-tracked, I don't have any negative feelings towards it because when you look at the history of the UFC, their greatest champion or one of their greatest champions ever was fast track, got a title shot in the second fight. And that was Anderson Silva knocked out Chris Liebman in 48 seconds and then beat the brakes off of Rich Franklin right after that. But no one knew who he was. So I don't have a problem with Pereira getting fast track because I honestly think he can win. I just don't want him to. I think he can 
But if he wins, he loses to everybody else in the top 10. Well, he he, he beats the hell out of Darren Till. He beats the hell out of Sean Strickland again. But the rest of them, he's going to have trouble. He's going to have trouble with Cannoneer. He's going to have trouble with Whitaker. He's going to have trouble with Vittori. He's going to have trouble with Paulo Costa. He's going to have trouble with Hermanson. He, gonna have, he, he might get submitted by Munoz. I think his easiest fight outside of Strickland would probably be Vittori just because Vittoria walked forward too much like a meathead and get knocked out. Well, Vittori's not the smartest brother in the world. He's definitely not smart. <laughs> No, like he is the most annoying. Like he's like on my list of like most annoying people in MMA. I really don't like him. <laughs> he's a fucking asshole. She ass fucking dude. Like oh my god, he's just so irritating. Like oh my he god, like, like he's not child. even child. He looks like the child of sloth from Goonies. Dude, I was just oh, oh man, from Goonies. Hey, you guys. <laughs> But yeah, Debo, those people that were those people that you named off in the top ten of the uh or like the top five in the middleweight division, a lot of those guys are wrestlers, right? Jared Cannonier, Jack Kermanson, um Whitaker or um Brunson, you know, those four guys, they're not gonna fucking stand with Perea. They're not well, I mean yeah, yeah, they're not gonna fucking stand with Perea. They're gonna fucking mix it up and, and take him down. You know that is why Perea would lose to Izzy. That is the only way I can see Perea losing to Izzy. No, because Izzy's not gonna wrestle him. When did he start to shoot a so, shot? Never. Exactly. So like, that's why I'm saying Perea Perea beats Izzy because Izzy's gonna stand with him. Man, this is gonna be such a good fight. I'm about to go ahead and put my verdict on there right now and say. Izzy- <laughs> Round knockout. I tell you what, uh, this is going to come from left field. If uh, Pajeda, Pereira, however you say that guy's name, if he becomes a champion, if I'm Kevin Holland, I am I am crushing every food I can eat to go back to 185 <laughs> immediately. And I'm asking for, I'm going to shoot my shot. I know it. I know he uh, just got smoked, but like Hamzat, Hamzat would freaking absolutely eat him. He would eat him. So, 100%. So why I don't disagree with you about Hamzat being able to eat Pereira, I also think Pereira would sleep Hamzat because all he needs is one. Now, if Hamzat could get through that first shot, fight's over. Yep. But you know what? Uh, Kevin Holland at 185 against Pajeda, that's a great fight. That'd be a great fight. I know Kevin Holland's down at uh, uh, welterweight now, but if, yeah. if you know he did fight at uh, middleweight. And he could just as easily make it again. That that's a fun fight. Hey, good good point. Uh, who y'all got between Kevin Holland? And this is not going on the chart because I don't know when that fight is. But Kevin Holland and Wonderboy. What you think about that fight? That's an interesting matchup. Yes, really good. It's a good fight. I, I'll take Kevin Holland. Wonderboy, man. I think he's gonna. He's not gonna be there. He's not gonna be there for Kevin to swing on him or even shoot on him. That's what I think. Dude, I can't bet against Kevin Holland, man. I can't go against a superhero. <laughs> I'm I like I'm Steven with my karate background, and I'm I'm going with Wonder Boy. Whoa, Mister Traditional over here. Karate. I think it's good. is back. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's a good fight. Real good, good fight. fight. Yeah, yeah, I, but I, they both they both get smoked by Blake though. Tell Blake to bulk up to eighty five. Yeah, smoke both of them. Run that. <laughs> you know, Blake needs to do some. Like, Blake needs to do some spinning shit. But I know, I know that's a secret. I know we're not talking about it yet. But I'm just we, saying. We're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna get back to Blake. But I honestly don't think the Wonder Boy Holland fight is gonna be good. I think the first round definitely would be really boring. I think. Uh, I think uh, Wonder Boy will be on his bike, and without I think Google, Kevin. Without Google, you tell me one Wonder Boy fight that was good. No, there's not many. Not many? Was there any? Well, the wait. Uh, um, well, when he fought Anthony Pettis, and Anthony he was Pettis beating the shit out, out of Anthony Pettis, and then he got knocked out by Pettis. That was yeah. I mean, that was a good fight. fight. <laughs> that was an exciting fight. He lost. The knockout was good, but the fight wasn't. Hey, easy there, Jiu-Jitsu man. Well, I'm starting to get offended here. Didn't, didn't, gosh, I I lose track of so many fights. Didn't uh, Jorge Masvidal knock out uh, Wonder Boy? Nah, Wonder Boy beat him by decision. He knocked out uh, Darren Till. Oh, right. that's right. That's right. That's yeah. right. And then Darren Till fought Wonder Boy, and that was a f- boring fight, right? Am yeah. I right? Yeah. Okay. That was on the uh, Nate Diaz uh, uh, Majinal yeah. card, right? That was the same. Nah, they they headlined a fight night. When did um, uh, who did Stephen Thompson fight on the uh, um, when it was Nate Diaz versus uh, Jorge Masvidal? Stephen Thompson fought on that card. Who did he fight against? Vicente Luque. Bruno. It was Luke. Yeah, it was Luke. He. Uh, he yeah. He, okay. Yeah. 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 That was a boring fight. Eighty years. Ago. Yeah, that was in twenty nineteen, right? Twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen, something like that. November nineteen. Yeah, be interesting. So, we uh we passed the hour now. Uh, what you got coming up, Tyler? Um, you know, I have a few different things that are coming up. Actually, I actually, I talked to Jalen Bates, uh, from Bellator. Um, really cool guy. I'll be releasing that episode very shortly. Um, I'm writing a couple other uh, pieces. I wrote an article on Julio Arce. Uh, Julio Arce is on the undercard, um, for, uh, the UFC 281 fight that's happening this weekend. Got to know him a little bit. Really nice guy. And, um, yeah, I, I will be also talking to uh, a couple Australian fighters. Um, there is a Australian uh, MMA promotion called Eternal MMA. It's really hard to watch live, but um, mm-hmm. definitely check it out. Um, it's on U- it streams on UFC Fight Pass. I will be uh, one of the guys I'll be talking to. Uh, his coach is uh, uh, Volkanovski, and my mm-hmm. friend's name is Justin Van Heerden, and he will be fighting for the featherweight title uh, for eternal MMA. He'll be on my show very, very soon. Nice. Um, and I got, I got some other guests too, but I'll, I'll, I'll keep that in my back pocket from now and I'll surprise you all as they, uh, as they come on. But uh, yeah, that's kind of a preview of what I got going on the rest of this month. And who knows? Okay. What about team? Nobody. Um, well, I'm getting ready for a jujitsu tournament this, upcoming Sunday 
And um, I got something planned for next month. Can I tell them, Coach, or should I just make them wait? Uh, I mean, I guess you could spill the beans. We're still waiting on a contract, but it should be here shortly. Is it cool okay. to say Yeah, it? so. Is it, wait, is, so, is it okay to say it? The organization ain't going to get mad? I'm not a fucking promoter. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Well, okay, I just got I got something planned for December, okay? Okay. I'll, keep, I'll leave it at that. Pro, pro fight, right? Yeah, something like okay. that. Pro fight, decent um, organization. That's all we will say. So, yeah, for the rest of the team, um, like I said, we still got waiting on a contract with Terrence, but uh, there should be official announcements coming out here soon. Um, hence the reason we are still seeking any sponsorships or if anybody's interested in helping – Terrence get down to LA. Uh, oh, almost spoiled it. Helping Terrence <laughs> travel to where he needs to get to. Uh, please contact him or nobody MMA. Um, we got uh, Kanoa Salas. Um, he's going to be making his uh, or having his second amateur. Um, I believe it's going to be a kickboxing fight um, up in Lake Tahoe. And our up and comer. Amini Kapapa will be making his uh, amateur MMA debut, both for WFC, I believe, at the Bali's in uh, South Lake Tahoe on December the 10th. Um, Cesar Gonzalez is back. Um, oh. He just signed his contract to fight for A1 Combat. Let's go. Which Mr. Tyler knows very well. Um, Cesar Gonzalez is Having an exciting fight, a rematch. Let's uh, go. From an old um, L split. I believe it was a split decision loss that Caesar took from Combate uh, over in Fresno. So um, really excited for Caesar. Um, the goal this upcoming year is to avenge. This is like the uh, 2023 avenging his. Uh, his lessons for anybody that got a W off of Caesar, we're coming after you in 2023. Coming for that ass. Um, yes. yes, sir. And then uh, shortly after that, I'm pretty sure your boy, we're just going to coin her here right now in front of Tyler. Tyler is his, is his, uh, is the guy that has been asking for the name. And I think we've all came to kind of an agreement <laughs> that uh, Blake, the nature boy, Perry should be making, should be making uh, some, some noise here early 2023 as well. What about Huey? We got to get, we got to Oh get, shit, man. Houston. Got to get Huey. Uh, sheesh, man. You know, to be honest, I, I don't want him cutting too much weight anymore for amateur shit. He's pretty much ran through anybody worth fighting at the amateur level. Um, I know his goal uh, when he signed up for camo last year was to fight as many times as possible because when you purchase a camo license to fight MMA or amateur MMA, it's only good for one year. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was like, well, if I'm going to spend the fucking money, I want to fight as many times as I possibly can. So 
That man went six and zero in a little over fifteen months. I think it was. Not even with uh, fourteen months. months? Fourteen months. And uh, he demolished, you know, a kid that was four and zero out of CSA in the first round. He just demolished some kid out of Hawaii that was seven and three, um, out there in LA. What a week ago. Yeah, uh, ran through him. So I mean, there's not much more for him to do other than win a state title. I yeah, know that's one of his goals. So I think we he might fight maybe two more times next year. Um, and it's only going to be for the state title for whatever promotion is willing to put it up. Um, and we want to find you know obviously we want to fight the toughest, hardest guy that we could possibly fight. Um, and then. So we're so, making a short move quickly after that. So I'm looking at the I'm looking at Houston's profile right now. And I don't know if you know it or not, because we haven't said it in the group chat, but shit, Huey's the number one ranked amateur flyweight in California. And mm-hmm. and the number one ranked amateur flyweight in the US West. And he don't even oh, have wow. a title right now. And they put him number one. Jeez. Yeah, he's He's a problem. That is Houston, the problem, Evic. So, you know, he doesn't look like it when you, you look up his face. But uh, <laughs> they close that fucking cage, and you, you my friend, you, you ran into a problem. In trouble. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's not much left for him to do. Um, you know, he's young. He's hungry. Um, he's, he's long for the, for the weight class. Um, his grappling is phenomenal. His stand-up's only getting better, you know. So, yeah, there's not much for him to do other than to just make what he does great greater and make what he does good great. So mm-hmm. he's on his way. Yes, sir. Hey, Dino, I, honestly, I have a I had a question for you because you're the well, jujitsu guy. Well, one one second, Tyler. My bad. This is gonna sound terrible, but Sonny, I really want to see. Uh, Houston beat Lazarus Maldonado, the fit, the five five nine champ that won the belt after T gave it up. I want to see think that kid's going pro. Oh, okay, I wanted to see. Houston. I would fight him. I would fight him for Houston's first pro fight, though. Fucking lutely. I think uh, I think Houston wrecks that kid just like he wrecked the last two. I agree. I agree. What's up, Tyler? What's your question? Are uh. Heel hooks. I've heard that that's an, a low brow move by certain fighters. Is there truth to that? Do you agree with that statement or disagree with that? What do you mean by the statement? Well, I've heard the. Uh, I I I I can't say who, but I talked to a, uh, a fighter recently, and uh, he won uh, his fight by heel hook. And he's like, "Man, I didn't want to heel hook that guy because so many people say that's a bitch move, but I did it anyway." Oh. And I'm 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 wondering why is that a thing. Like, why do people say that? I don't understand it. So can somebody explain to me it's, why it's, people would say that? It's two reasons. Back in Brazil, uh, jiu-jitsu was for the rich until the poor started getting it, and the rich didn't like footlocks. So they had a stigma on footlocks and leg locks in general that you don't touch anything below the waist. It was nasty. It was dirty. Hmm. The other okay. side of it is that with the leg locks, especially toe holes and heel hooks, when you feel the pain, it's too late. There's already damage done. 
So people feel funny about that. But a fucking submission is a submission. Competition is competition. Like in practice, I would never heel hook someone and crank it. I would put you in a lock and let go. Right? Or let you work out of it so you can learn defense. But in competition, you grab a, any submission, heel hook, arm bar, whatever. You crank that shit and they tap or they don't tap. I don't see anything so wrong. Tyler, here's my perspective as far as MMA goes. Mm-hmm. That is why I like the one rule. Because if mm-hmm. you are able to fucking heel hook me or if you're able to do all these type of crazy shit to my legs, as you're doing them, I should be able to kick you in your fucking face while you're doing that. Because if you're trying to wreck my knee and your face is right there and I can't hit it, then I am at a complete disadvantage. I so, agree with Sonny. I'm so with that. If, while I agree with Sonny, there's a way to do leg locks and, and heel hooks specifically where you can't take damage. And only then will I not crank it. If even if I'm in competition, because once just like chess, once you have checkmate, both of you know, so I don't have to finish the game. Right. So if I lock up your body and everything to where you can't move <clears throat> in mid defeat and give up, don't make me tear your knee apart. But yeah, I, I 100% agree with Sonny. If, if I can heel hook you and rip your leg off and take it home with me, you should be able to kick me in the head. If I shoot a sloppy takedown just to stall, I should be able to be kneed in the head. Right? DJ learned his lesson. Yes, sir. And I think that's kind of why, you know, guys feel like, oh, that's that was kind of like the bitch way out. Me personally, because it was like, yeah, I was down there. And I was just leaving my face completely exposed, you know. Fuck that. Fuck that. My professor in Japan, Rodrigo Taniguchi, shout out to him. Shout out to Uprising. Anytime one of us got hit while rolling in practice, he would look over you and laugh and say, it's your fault. You should have protected yourself. Self-defense first. It don't matter. It don't matter. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No matter what art you're doing or what sport you're doing, protect yourself First, well, stop complaining about your fucking your fucking tooth, Steve. Nah, you kicked my tooth out. <laughs> That's cold, bro. After all of that, you still gonna throw that in my face? Hit me with a spinning heel kick and knock my tooth out. Like, bro, why you not wearing a mouth guard? I am wearing a mouth guard. You you know what your professor would have said? Protect yourself first. Protect yourself. Exactly. Thank you. Shout oh, out to the professor. He would have And you know what happened? <laughs> the same thing that happened that night would have happened uh, with him. We would have got drinks afterwards. That's probably what we did do that night. And that's what I'm saying. We drank in the gym that night. <laughs> when I broke when I broke my ribs, uh, one of my last nights in Japan, we went to the I went to the ER. He showed up to the ER after class was over with. Looked at me and was like, quit being a beach, Debbie. Quit being a beach. Let's go to Izikaya. So we, we went to the Izikaya, got food and got drinks. And there's a picture of me. I think I showed you guys already, but I sent it in the group chat and I sent it to you too, Tyler. There's a picture of me with my with my ribs wrapped up having drinks. 
Oh. It, it I bet help? every swallow hurt. <laughs> it's probably mostly yeah, man, for rib injuries. Sure. Rib injuries are definitely nothing to fucking play with, man. They are not fun. Nope, I still have problems. But it is what it is. Hey, Terrence. Um, I I was I was uh, gonna ask like, um, I know you're getting ready to uh, go out here pretty soon, but um, just judging by every, everything that I've been seeing you do, man, you're making this look so easy. I know that's not the case, but uh, in in practice, I know I know uh, when you're setting foot in that cage, like you know everyone's good at your level, but at the same time, it's like you make this look so easy, man. Sorry? So you're making it look too easy, these last two fights. Hey, man, um, it's not – I don't get paid by the minute. <laughs> I don't hey. get paid by the minute. It's not my fault that um, these motherfuckers are making wrong turns, you know. Damn. Hey, well, uh, I'm, um, excited. I'm excited about this LFA fight because um, I know that they have a, um, a good number of 125ers that are – with that promotion that are pretty decent. So Hell yeah, I think that's, I think that's great. Definitely excited, man. Um, just, um, just another chance for some more exposure for, under a different promotion. You know, there's no, there's no yeah. hard feelings with a one or anything, you know? So, um, but yeah, it's definitely, I'm, I'm just excited, man. I'm just excited to go out um, and uh, get a chance to do what I love to do on uh, another platform for another promotion. And, you know, this dude, uh, well, I don't want to speak too much on it, but uh, I'm excited, and I'm fucking ready to go, man. Close out the year 3-0, and and then now you're looking at uh, 2023, three wins already um, under your pocket or right uh-huh. on your resume, man. I mean, think about all the opportunities about 2023 when you're 3-0. and uh, Most definitely. Uh, I definitely – I'm, uh, I got a couple of, you know, goals in mind, uh, some things that I, that we've been talking together, uh, like with my coaches and, uh, my teammates. So, um, I got some big plans, man. I just can't, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going to keep them to myself for now. And then once we get a little bit closer, I'll, uh, start spilling the beans a little bit more, Look, but let me know. right I'm, now I need to save up to go to one. I'm trying to go to Singapore, man. Me too. Um, Aren't they coming out to Colorado next year? They are. Yeah. But I'm trying to go All to right. Singapore. Well, <laughs> shit, I just want to fucking, I just want to get a chance to fucking show what I can do inside of their cage, man. I mean, at this point, I just, if it's in fucking Colorado and Singapore, I don't care, man. I'm, I'm just, I would just be grateful for the opportunity to, to just do what I love to do in their cage on their platform. You know, well, you know the team got a spot. Speaking of one, in Colorado. Speaking of one, shout what? out to uh, Eddie Abasolo making his one right. uh, Muay Thai debut here right. on the twelfth. The eighteenth, twelfth. The eighteenth. Twelfth. I'm about to look it up. Well, I got to get ready to roll because over here on my side of the country, it is getting late. But I wanted to say thank you, Devo, for letting me 
crash the party. And uh, <clears throat> Coach, Coach Sonny, we need to. He needs a uh, a pro strap pretty soon. You know, we got a bunch of Amy straps, but we need a pro strap real soon. I think yeah. he deserves to fight for a title very, very soon. I agree, one hundred percent, my friend. I'm just we saying, are well on our way. I hear you. The people hear you. We got to give the people what they want. I want a title fight. I want a title shot. I want Terrence. I want his mug, his ugly mug on a poster. <laughs> you know, I want to see that because, uh, um, yeah, Terrence is just yeah. too damn good, and people don't understand what he's capable of yet. But they're going to find out real soon. Yeah. Real soon. Uh, we're working towards it. We're working towards it. We'll just take one fight at a time and, and as the opportunities arise you know but the cards fall where they may I, it's too late i've already dm brandon moreno i told i told brandon moreno <laughs> he can get the smoke too anytime he wants <laughs> hey you know i'll i'll send him the address to nobody mma and you know there no you disrespect hey, hey you know i'm sure brandon moreno's a nice guy but you know he made a wrong turn too <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right guys all right, All right Tyler. Tyler. Good to see you, brother. Take it easy, bro. So, uh, yeah, Ed is fighting on November 19th, for one. Fighting a guy named Liam Nolan, uh, Brit. I'm excited to see that. It's uh, Muay Thai small gloves? Yeah, small gloves and Muay Thai rules at one. Oh, shit. Hell yeah, that's dope, dude. going to be cracking. That's dope. This dude was pretty good, but he's coming off of a loss. Got killed by a left hook in his last fight. Um, he's probably uh, Eddie. Like, who the fuck is this guy? But he's gonna learn. Oh yeah, they all do. Eddie's different, man. He was different in his approach. He's his mind, different. the way he mindset teaches. It's just different. Like I found myself listening to what he was teaching while I was teaching at the same exact time. Like that shit applies to jujitsu too. He probably don't know it applies, but the lesson still applies. He's a he's a fucking genius when it comes to martial arts. Yeah, it was definitely a uh, a pleasure and an advantage having that experience of him coming in and coaching down at Train for Life when he did. Shout out to him for that, man. Yeah. Was that for a year? Yeah, about a year, and then COVID hit. Right. Yeah, same thing with uh, Joe. Joe yeah. was there about a year, year and a half. COVID hit. He was a little longer than that because I was. But now there. look at look at Joe got Joe got his own location. Shout Eddie out to got his own location. Shout out, shout out to Resistance. Shout out. Yeah. Shout out Resistance. Shout out Rudy Jiu Jitsu. Man, everybody branched out and started their own thing except me, man. It was because we missed you. You're supposed to come back home, Devo. I'm coming home. You're supposed to come back home, dude. I'm coming home. I uh I talked to the guy at work Friday, and he uh he told me he talked to the people up top that pick for locations, and uh my name is really up there in the top to go on one of these one year tours. And then I would get California as the follow-on. So I'm, I'm coming home. There you, everything, there you go. If everything work out like it's supposed to, I'm going to be a few hours away, but I'll still be there. Especially on Saturdays, I'll be there. 
Glad to hear that, man. Glad to hear that, Devo. I miss you, man. Because I fucking miss you. Yeah, I miss you, Devo. Training ain't the same. Teaching ain't the same. Like, like I got issues. I got, like, legit health issues while I'm not training right now. But even when I was training, it wasn't the same. Like, everybody's good and... My my coaches and everything, training partners, everything is cool. Like I've known uh one of the dudes, Chris, shout out to Chris K1. I've known him for 10 years, but it still ain't the same, you know? Yeah, I understand. Train for life was family. Is family. Is family. But one day I'm gonna quit my job and train for life. Yes, sir. Do it now. Nah, I can't do that. I'm too close. <laughs> too close to getting a paycheck for the rest of my life. So I can't quit now. I understand. Get your money. Got to. But that's but, uh, hey you guys. Um I, I gotta keep it I gotta keep it real with y'all. I got I gotta go, man. Nah, we about to end it. We about to end it. Uh I appreciate both of y'all for coming on. Um y'all got any last words for the show or for the listeners? For the listeners, keep tuning in. It's only getting better. We'll see you or talk to you next time. T. Um, thanks again for having me, Devo. Um, it's always a pleasure. Uh, again, you guys, um, I'm definitely looking for sponsorship opportunities uh, for December for some travel. Uh, I got some big plans for December. I would greatly 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 appreciate it if you are a local business owner or know any local business owners that would be willing to um help me with this next fight camp um and anything will help anything anything goes a long way and uh i would be extremely grateful for anybody's help um shout out to train for life nobody mma uh saber jiu-jitsu freshly rooted tribe solution supplements um, Iridium Sports Agency. Um, thank you, everybody, for you know always supporting me and uh, keep tuning in to Kicking It with Devo. For sure, and Kicking It with Devo gonna throw some ducats that way for the sponsorship and get my fresh new logo placed on them. Whatever fight shots Iridium come up with this time, because them fight hey. shots be clean. But yeah. um. Thank you, Sonny. Thank you, T, for coming on another episode of Fight Talk with Kicking It with Devo. And until next time, peace out, everybody.